Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. When Paul came to the town of Thessalonica, it wasn't long before his preaching created so much attention and so many people there were coming to trust his gospel message that the local religious leaders got worried and stirred up enough folks to cause a riot. Unable to locate Paul, they came to one of the homes of a known believer, Jason, along with a few others in the church, and drug them into the public arena. They accused them of being political insurrectionists against the Roman emperor, Caesar. Paul was able to escape the city without harm, but the fledgling church that had been started there was to endure great persecution in the days that followed. Paul tried to keep current of the condition of the young church, and was overjoyed to hear that it prospered in spite of its persecution. Paul followed up a first letter with a second, and wrote in 2 Thessalonians 1, 3, and 4, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth, so that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that ye endure. The young Christians in Thessalonica were growing by leaps and bounds. Their walk with Christ and their knowledge of God's word was building in them a boldness and a faith that was causing the reputation to be carried throughout the region. Other churches were finding great encouragement by their reliance upon the Lord, an unwavering and steadfast testimony for Christ. Paul referred to the effect they were having on sister churches all over the country in the introduction to his letter. One thing particularly stood out to me in this brief passage. I noticed that in response to the growth of their faith, they were abounding in their love or charity toward each other. They were quick to minister to the hurting church family. As their brothers and sisters in the faith came in wounded from experiencing the persecution, Sometimes they were hurt emotionally, as cruel words were slung at them for their faith in Christ. Sometimes they were hurt physically, as the blows came from slaps, punches, or rocks thrown at them to try and dissuade them from her stand. Some were attacked in their business world, losing customers because of pressure from religious leaders. There were those whose businesses were burned or torn apart simply because of their beliefs. However the abuse came, it was met with caring, concerned members of the church, ministering lovingly to their wounds. Food was shared, housing was made available, and money was provided to help with the needs. What significant is the response of these wonderful believers? Is the absence of selfishness and fear for their own safety? The church family banded together as one to hold one another strong, even when it meant great sacrifice. What is our response when we notice other brothers and sisters in the faith hurting? Do we rush to their aid, or do we pretend the need didn't exist? Let's be challenged by these first century believers, and let's truly love one another. God bless you today. I love you.